Welcome, Mike, to us roasting your dynasty trades. The way for us to roast your dynasty trades is simply submit them through our Discord. Link is down below in the show notes. It's the first one down there for you to join. Hit us with a hashtag. Hint. Hint. Very nice. Very nicely done, boys. After you post a screenshot of your trade, let's get right into it. Adam, Andrew, Bang. we got a 10-team super flex tight end premium PPR. This feels like every single trade has been this uh, league setting, which I enjoy because that's the league that I typically play in. We have Dak Prescott, Jamar Chase, and the 208 for Jalen Hurts and Puka Nakua. First and foremost, I nominated this. I play in a league with these guys, so I can give you a little bit more context as to where each of these teams are heading. Didn't ask. Rookie and the vet <laughs> is the defending champ. Ooh, and okay. Shockant uh, was pretty middle of the pack last year. So that's you? a little bit more. Where was I? I lost to Rookie and the vet in the championship. Mm. So sore subject, but it is what it is. But, yeah, that's a little bit more context as to where these guys are at right now. Let's... Start to think about these in startup values, possibly. Jalen Hurts, top five-ish pick. Jamar Chase, top seven, eight-ish pick. Dak, early third, mid-third. Yeah. Uka, late second. So, I think right now, if you're going stack for stack, you do have the Hurts and Puka side on just pure value a little bit ahead. Throw the 208 in there. Again, I think when you're talking about heavy hitters like Jamar Chase, Jalen Hurts, Pukas or whatever – the 208 is not necessarily a needle mover in this type of trade. So I think just straight off of the value, you're looking at Hertz and Puka as the winner. Now, I think uh, opinions on Puka are going to fluctuate. Agreed. You know, is he someone that you trust long-term? Stafford, you know, the system, et cetera. Jalen Hurts, a little bit of a down second half of the year. Are people getting nervous about him? Whereas Jamar Chase doesn't feel like his value is ever going to drop off. Dak played at an MVP level. How many years in a row can he do it? You know, there's there are moving parts here. There's a lot of narratives. This 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 feels like a trade that comes down to like how you feel about the specific players, not yeah. necessarily like an objective win loss. Yeah, rookie in the vets wide receiver room is absolutely bonkers. Uh, adding Chase now, he has Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Amon Ross, St. Brown. Good mm. lord, those are his wide receivers. It's start three wide receiver two, so uh, he's going to be a problem for a lot of a lot of years. Okay. What's the quarterback situation for him specifically? Um, just kind of curious on this trade because I th- I think if I'm remembering correctly, I think he's now rolling with Dak Prescott and Trevor Lawrence okay. at the quarterback position. Okay. I mean, the way I look at this is, you know, in a, in a vacuum, like Hurts and Dak on a production level, they might be similar. Um, Jalen Hurts, it, to me, this kind of feels like one a little bit of uh, Jalen Hurts. Know, being butthurt almost, you're a little bit scared of what how he finished the year and how the team finished, and maybe trading him at a, a little bit of a loss, and also thinking you're going from Puka to a guy that's so secure in Chase. I, I don't know that the 208 in this format really does anything at all for me. So I think it's a throw-in, really. I, to, I think there's a lot of value, honestly, and this is going to get into your point where you're talking about you know how people are going to feel about Puka Nakua, but I think there's a lot of value in the security of going from Nakua to Jamar Chase, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I could see it. It's weird because I kind of agree with what y'all are saying, and even what I said was like the value is on the right side. I would take the Chase and Dak side, though. I, I think in 10 teams, you could definitely argue for the Chase side. Um, in, in 10 teams, it's like 
if I'm going to value receiver over quarterback, it's so much easier to in 10 team because of the scarcity of the position. Yeah. Um, like in quarterbacks in 12 teams, it's so much harder to get the elite ones in 10 teams, not necessarily. I, I think right now it's pretty lateral. Um, but if you, talk, if you made me pick a side, I think I want that chase side. Let me ask yeah. you another question here. With okay. Dak and Puka kind of being in the same spot of a startup draft, right? Let's say like the two, three-ish turn. Yeah. Of the two, who do you think is more likely to be a fourth to sixth round startup pick next year? Dak, probably because of the age. Uh, I think I saw a statistic. Um, don't quote me on this. But I want to say that they said most quarterbacks – on keep trade cut after the age of 30 tend to fall out of the top 12 in dynasty rankings. And so it's just that age bump that we see on keep trade cut. People devalue that older quarterback. And with Dak getting a little bit older, I think he's, uh, is he going to be 31 this year? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's, we could see a little bit of a decrease in his value just because of the age. I I think the only way Dak ends up falling that far though, is if his production is not in that high end tier. Like if he, if he's producing like he was uh, back half of last year, I think he stays. Um, He's flip flop though. I, I do th- that is kind of a valid concern just because like the age, for sure. the age plus a down year because he he's gone had years where he's top three, top five, whatever MVP yeah. candidate. But he's also had years where like quarterback eleven, and it's like you're old and you're giving us like quarterback eleven production. That's when it, the yeah. value drops. If the production right, if the production isn't in that like top five six range, if it goes more it's hard to climb back, back up once you're old, I would yes, argue that there's a very little difference between over the last couple seasons, obviously now projecting forward, it's a little bit harder to project Kirk Cousins. But I'd argue there hasn't been much of a difference from a scoring standpoint between Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott. The only difference is that age in Kirk Cousins. And we haven't seen Kirk Cousins even be close to a a second-round startup pick in many years. Well, the difference actually, though, would be that Kirk Cousins – like the floor of Dak Prescott and the floor of Kirk Cousins are pretty similar, but mm-hmm. the ups, Dak, Dak does offer upside that I, Kirk I doesn't agree. offer. I, I think on like weekly upside, I think he's got but for sure more. I would agree that Dak probably is more likely to go to a fourth or a sixth than Puka is. Um, just just historically, like looking at what Puka did, uh, I don't. It doesn't matter how high or low you are on him, it's unlikely a guy has that type of a rookie season. I mean, we're talking he actually broke the record uh, yeah. for yards. Like, and now all of a sudden he really dip significantly in value. So I think it's going to be Dak if I was going to argue who is more likely to dip. And you could get that argument where if Dak has a stinker year in 2024, we say it's the cliff, the end of Dak Prescott. Whereas Puka Nakua, you could say eh, it was a bad year, but he had a really good rookie season, so I, I still know. like him. I kind of they, – they both feel like dudes where Puka, I feel like if he has a bad year, I, I, think people are, I think people are waiting on it. I mean, there's definitely a case to be made. Either one of their production drops significantly – the, the cachet name is not going to stay where they're at. Right. Uh, they, they both could fall. I think Dak's more likely to fall because of age. But I also, I'm also kind of baking in the fact that I don't think Puka's just going to fall off the face of the earth. If yeah, he does sure. do that or have a bad production year, people are going to freak out about Puka. No question. Yeah. 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 I prefer the Dak side. I, I would side there as well. Yep. You go Dak too? Mm-hmm. 10 team, I agree. Coward. Coward. <laughs> All right, we've got a 12-team Superflex tiered PPR. So tiered PPR would mean half PPR for running back, full for wide receiver, 1.5 for tight end. Andrew, you want to uh, rip it? Yeah. Yap away. You nominated this. I did nominate it. So what we have is Tucker G24 is going to be receiving Jonathan Taylor, the 2024 106, a 2025 first, and then they threw in a 2024 fourth-round pick. Uh, and then he is going to be giving up. Just to piss us off. Yeah, and then he's going to be giving up the 2024-104, a 2026 first, a 2026 second, 
2025 third and Michael Wilson. So, uh, interesting. People really just be throwing Michael Wilson in every trade, huh? I think it's because we've talked about him too much on this channel up to this point. <laughs> 100%. You talked about him. I talked about him. Dub. It, now people just want Michael Wilson thrown in. Well, now they keep throwing him away. <laughs> Everyone we get trade sent them <laughs> is them throwing They're like, all right, they said, Nick and Andrew like him. I got to get him off. Get out. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Yeah, so I'm, I'm interested because I felt like there's a lot of first-round picks being thrown around in this type of deal. There's a guy like Jonathan Taylor who's a big name in this deal being thrown around. It's that time of year where people are – Falling into the hype of these rookie picks, and I just I was interested in your guys' takes on this me, type of. Deal. Let me ask both of you guys real quick: What sticks out to you, like first, second things that you're seeing, like immediately when you see this trade? First things off the rip that stick out. Uh, well, they're pretty equal: 104, 106, 25 first, 26 first. I feel like they. That's where I went immediately. I went right to the math equation. Start fractions. fucking eliminating. <laughs> yeah, I went right back to fifth grade. I'm always down to go, to go back in time. And and then I see it basically ends up being Jonathan Taylor for a 2026 20, second and third. And I'm like, of course you take that. Obviously, you know, the 104, the 106, but like like we've talked about with all the rookie picks, 106, you're still in a really good tier there. Yeah, I I think to me, uh the first thing that first and second things that stick out, it's kind of a little bit of finessing in my opinion here by Tucker G. He he won is betting on his team right now and is sending like his entire 26 future willing to do this. I'm seeing that JoJo Monroe is not involved in the trade, and is, that's the 25 first. So it makes me feel like he feels confident about trying to get a chance at betting against this player this year. All, all the while while doing this, really only going from the 104 to the 106 is the main piece of the deal. I'm getting Jonathan Taylor. Like This kind of feels like one of those trades where we could look back, and unless you really screw it up and these 26 picks become early, you just went, you just went crazy. Yeah. 100%. You look, I mean, the right side has two firsts. The left side has two firsts. The rest of the shit in the trade is irrelevant, but you also have Jonathan Taylor. Like Difference maker. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I agree. I'm not going to lie, boys. This, C, this C4 got me buzzing now. Yeah, I can see it <laughs> in your eyes. I'm feeling fuzzy, dude. Close your eyes a little yeah. bit. You're scaring me. <laughs> Take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> you good? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm getting jittery now. I mean, you had a lot of caffeine today. Yeah, I'm good. You know you know, it's usually helpful for that? I don't know. You have more? Hi. <laughs> no, no, don't. I'm more nervous for. I'm nervous for both of you. You fucking dynasty guys are you, you gotta, insane. You've seen. You know this is just what I do now. I know. I'm like. I'm basically immune to this. I balance oh. it. I'll balance like it placebo. out with some water. How about that? I'm proud of you for that. See, one. this is how you know it's real. It affects him, but for me, it's placebo. That shit don't affect me. No, I'm feeling. I'm feeling jittery now. Let's get it. It's these trades. It's the trades. They get me excited. All right. Next up, we got a 10 team super flex tight end premium PPR. As always, be smooth. Is getting Cooper and Jalen Waddle. He's giving up the 105 and the 206. This feels feels kind of good. It, it feels pretty. Yeah, it feels pretty fine. Like Waddle for the 105 feels about right. Um, I think I would probably take the 105 there. 206 for Cooper. I would probably take Cooper there. Yeah, I agree. I think the 10 team here. If I'm beast move I, in a 10 team, I could see this right. Like where I don't necessarily care about getting a the quarterbacks as much if I already am set at quarterback I'm getting off this 105 I get Jalen Waddle secured probably similar tier to a receiver there but then you get the 206 for Cooper feels really light man like I I think if you're trying to win Cooper for the 206 could end up being a pretty decent dub does this change your opinion at all if I told you guys that both of these teams didn't have good years last year uh the Forever War, his was not by choice, but Beast Move was rebuilding. And now he has like three first round picks and he's moving that 105 for a little bit more of a still a young asset in Jalen Waddle, but he didn't want to bet everything on the rookie class. So you're saying basically he had 
324 first. He's sending 105, getting Waddle and Amari, and still has two. Yeah, he has the 10. I, I like it. I'm a, I'm a big fan of that strategy too. I, I, I he like has the 102 and the 104. So he's gonna get like a Marvin Harrison and. I definitely like else. it. I like mixing up the first for like some proven vets as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think actually like a lot of times uh, on my teams in particular, I'll really over leverage a class, but I don't want to unless I have to make a lot of all those draft picks. Like I, I'd like to de-risk some of that. Um, if I can get into this, like a safe tier, like yeah. Waddle, as much as I'm not the biggest fan of Waddle, he's he's a pretty safe dynasty asset. We've yeah. seen him right now stay in that top twelve range, so I'm I'm comfortable with this. And you think that 105 is pretty on par with Jalen Waddle as far as value goes? It, it's it, you could you could argue it's ahead even. But. I, I would take the five if I had to take one or the other straight up. I would take the 105 mm-hmm. over Jalen Waddle, but I don't think it's crazy, especially like you said, ten team quarterbacks take like a little bit of a dip in value, yeah. so you're not going crazy for like a Drake May probably yeah. at this I point. I don't think it's a drastic dip in value. No, I know I know there was a comment on one of our last videos where they said they felt like we were overblowing the ten team twelve team difference. But you're known to overblow things. That's fair. You're you're Am big, I? you're a big blower. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know. I. But I guess maybe yapping so. Yapping and blowing. Yapping yeah. and blowing. Shaking off the C4. That's Shaking, really what I'm good for, yapping. bro. I mean, yeah. there's a little bit of a difference. I, I mean, I, I get why they could say we overblew it a little yeah. bit. but I, I, I think there's a little bit of a difference. I don't think it's crazy. But also, uh, this league is six-point passing touchdown. So it's not mm. a little bit. It's It adds a little bit more value to the QB, but mm. not too much. But I, I do like bringing in trades from leagues that I'm playing in one because I can give you guys more context on to where these teams are at and also I like to kind of show what's happening in leagues that we're playing in because I feel like that's relatable to the audience yeah for sure definitely so we've got a trade from our very own sir corrupt judge sexual Patterson up sexual and we've got Gally Dog, a.k.a. Yannick. If you're an OG in the BDG Dynasty community, you're probably in anywhere from 7 to 15 leagues with Yannick, and he's also probably paying anywhere from 7 to 15 of your buy-ins up to this point. God damn. Uh, it seems like he's going to be paying a lot more buy-ins because I don't think he's winning a championship anytime soon, giving up three firsts and a second. But these are some unique league settings. What are they? So it's a 12-team start 13. It's a super flex but you can start two super flex. So, so it's a double super flex. Double super flex up to three quarterbacks. You're at a starting time. 13. So you could you could play up to three quarterbacks, which means you need to be able to play three quarterbacks, which I mean, if you think quarterbacks are valuable in a super flex league, 12 teamers, they are Amen. most teams are probably not able to start. Well, I was going to say in this one there's not even enough starting NFL quarterbacks to fill out all yeah. of those rosters. If you want to talk fractions, you go math on it, right? 36, so, you could start 36 quarterbacks weekly across the 12 teams. So this makes a little bit more sense this trade because at the 102 you're guaranteed you're locking in one. You're guaranteed either Jaden Daniels or Drake May or Caleb if Jaden Daniels ends up going first. Yep. Yeah. You, I mean, one in a in a league like this, 101, 102, 103 should all definitely be quarterbacks almost uh locked so, in. Oh, for sure. I I would I would, any first round quarterback definitely needs to be probably the first picks off the board for the most part, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um even even if it's like JJ McCarthy over Marvin Harrison? Yeah, you're right. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. Do I would that. say yeah, I would say May over Harrison probably uh, as long as the draft capital checks out, but then I probably So make on the case. flip side, this is a trade where this, I feel like Sexy probably doesn't know the next year's class, but I'll tell you one of the reasons why J.J. McCarthy keeps bumping up in draft class, because the NFL thinks next year's class is trash at quarterback. Doo-doo. That it, is why J.J. McCarthy will be drafted this year yeah, early. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look good, which obviously you get three firsts in a trade, yeah. 
that's sick. Sexy might not need a quarterback. He might not need a third quarterback. He might not need a fourth quarterback, whatever. So this could be a, a win for both sides. There could be a world next year, though, where that's the, I don't know, the 7-9-12, and it's a shitty quarterback class. Also, let's be honest here. We're going to say it's a shitty class this year, and then next year at this time we're going to be talking about how we like all the fucking players in the class anyways. Uh, maybe. <laughs> it's what maybe. we do every year in the community. Well, not really. I, th- I think everyone knew Caleb was coming. Like, everyone knew Drake May, Caleb, like those guys were going to be fucking good but this year. I remember a time where after we were drafting the 2022 class, people were saying, well, 2023 isn't as good, and then we were getting to 2023, and now it's, oh, 2024 isn't as good. It has Caleb Williams, but it's pretty... Top heavy I mean, those are people who don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Though, it happens every like. year, though. And they, yeah. these are people that you play in leagues with. Now, yeah. the 25 class, I, I definitely think we can, at this point, say today with what we know, it's not nearly as good as 24 projects currently or as 23 even projected to be. But, like, the one thing I think about, if you have your own 25 here, just shots at the board, you're now at a third of the first. You add yours in here. You have, you have a third chance to get a locked-in pick at the 101. Like, there's... 425 first, forget the class. Like, I'll kind of see what's going to happen, project into the future. Because if you end up getting two quarterbacks there, like, you already win. Yeah, and you don't have to make With those the league picks settings, either. Right. Like, you can end up trading those picks later down the road. You can. Too. Now, the only difference in a league like this about that is you're unlikely to be able to buy out a quarterback outright in this type of a format. Like yeah. People just yeah. won't trade them away for just picks or for, like, uh, uncertainty, typically. Right. So, I mean, it sounds like both of you guys are on the pick side. The 102 or the first? The picks. Yeah, I'm, I want them 25s. Is there any context that we could put behind these things that would flip your decision making? If you if you told me right now that instead of Bishop Sankey, Goblins, Cali God, that I had for Why sure is someone's name Bishop Sankey. First of all, so awesome. First running back off the board in the 2015 draft class. Hank. Busters. Uh, but yeah, I think if you told me right now that, that it's like 112, 110, 111, whatever, yeah. fine. Go ahead and, and tee up to that 102, but got to remember we're starting 13 here too. So we're starting a lot of players, and that's yes. where I typically want that depth in the, the starting that yeah. many. I agree. Also, if you're starting three quarterbacks, let's say two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end. That leaves that four flexes leaves still. Four extra flexes on top. Start of that. 13 is deep, my brother. You're, you're it's f- deep. Yeah, your team's got to be deep as shit. That's insane, Yannick. That is big Yannick behavior, though, for sure. Sexual's just out here doing sexual things. Yann's like the goat, though. He was, um, so he was in our first ever like big dynasty league, the Go Fade Me Dynasty League. He's still in it. He would, he like wanted, he got real addicted to dynasty real quick. So he wanted to start uh, all these different startup leagues, and then like it got to a point where people were like, I don't want to play in another league, whatever. So he would be like, I'll pay the buy-in for all your leagues. Oh, my gosh. Crazy wow. guy out in California, beast. I, th- I think he runs his own company, rich as shit, from, from what I understand, the way he gives out money to everybody. Spends it all on Dynasty. So he started doing that, and we like would start joking with him and be like, uh, you know, I need money for this, I need money for this. He'd be like, no questions asked. You're just like sending us money. One night, one night uh, I texted Jan, and I was like, uh, my, my friend's in jail. We need bail money. He's like, all right, let me know where to send it. Like ASAP, he, he PayPal'd us like $500. Dang. <laughs> We're real one. We didn't need a bail. A real we one, just, bro. Yeah, no, no, no. Jan's like the realest yeah. of the real for Cali sure. God. I, yeah. It's not important to this deal at all, but I, I just like getting Michael Mayer. I think Michael Mayer is a good buy right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love Michael Mayer right now this offseason. In this entire trade, he's the needle mover for Dude, you. Dude, I saw Michael Mayer. I got really excited. Well, wait, why, why do you, yeah. you like getting Michael Mayer? Because you think he's a value, right? Yeah, I think so. He's it, that negates everything we just said because he's not a value in this trade. I'd I'd give those three firsts <laughs> for Michael Mayer. At a boy, 
talk to him, man. Yap away. All right, sexy. We'll let it slide. I I really tried to get them to say that you were a fucking moron. I feel like that Kylie got also gave away some money right there, by the way, in that trade. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. There might have been some backdoor moves going on there. Dude, that that league those league settings are wild. They're wacky. They 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 started, I'm telling you, like where it started in the BG like dynasty community. The way it like spread and sexy, I think it's in like twenty five leagues now. They all have like weird settings, and they have one that was just like a crypto buy in, so their entire pot was like tied to Bitcoin. So at one point oh, wow. it went from like a fifteen hundred dollar pot to like a fifteen thousand dollar pot, Dang. and then back. They've they've done a bunch of wacky Dude. shit, which is what I, I think is like I, so dude, funny with our community. I play in a bunch of leagues. I only play in one league, which is the up to three quarterback superflex, and it just value wise, it's nuts. Where oh, those quarterbacks, those I play in one. I only play in one, but right. it is. Having them is who are insane. Your QBs? So I have Daniel Jones, uh, Dak, Dub, and Matthew Stafford. Actually, so last year I had Jalen Hurts in the playoffs. Trades were off, by the way. So there's no trade deadline. Hell yeah! I traded away Jalen Hurts when he got hurt because I needed a quarterback, and I got back Dak and Dimes at the time, okay. which in that format was like, sure. I mean, dude, you have to take that trade because sure. I get I get to I get to start him the next year. That feels like you got to. I, I feel like there probably aren't a lot of teams that have that type of stack. Like those three solidified starters. Well, most most people uh, again. You can only there's only 36 starters in or 32 starters on the 36 spots. Sure. So there's not that many people that actually have three quarterbacks. Speaking of dimes, though, check them out. Check them out, Captain Joey Baby. <laughs> Yo, he gets Daniel Jones. He gives up Aiden three ten four ten. What the fuck do you want to yap about on this trade? I mean, I just feel like this shows that Danny Dimes is kind of criminally undervalued. That's a fact. Honestly. Right. I take that back. Thank you. Sorry honestly, for bullying you. You said a buy in my video the other day. I said he was the best value at his round in startups. Uh, I think it's just Damn, we got a lot. full Danny Jones hype train right now. I was about now. to say, we got a lot of stock in Daniel Jones. A lot of that dimes. Doesn't, that doesn't feel good. A lot it of dimes behavior. It feels risky. But I'm in for the ride right now. Yeah, I am but, too. But what's, okay, we say that, but what, tell me what your risk is here. No, you're literally giving away just like this. I don't know. Does this guy, does he think Yins are actually playing a league with Yins? Maybe he thinks that Eden O'Connell's good. I mean, did, did, well, did, no. Did, Why so, you say it like that? So someone, someone needs to tell him. Maybe well, he I mean, thinks Aiden O'Connell's actually good at football? Yeah. Did, someone needs to tell him he's not. Is this there, trade, if, if the rate, the only way this works out in any type of capacity is if like Aiden O'Connell actually becomes the starter next year and is solid. And right gonna, now, there's a very good chance he's not even the starter for this season. That's no. what I was going to say. I was going to say, is there any chance Aiden O'Connell starts for the Raiders in 2024? I can't imagine they give him another full year. Well, you phrase it as any. I mean, yes. Listen, now, so the percentage is not really that sure. high. Aiden O'Connell, he was like fine. He was a cool story. I think realistically, if you watched him play, not that good of a quarterback. This would feel like... This, this feels like a. it's not a great comparison because Davis Mills was bad, but this this would feel like if they gave Davis Mills another year, it's like pointless kind of, mm. and that's how I feel. A- Aiden O'Connell's better than Davis Mills, but to, to have players like Devontae Adams and Jacobs on your roster, if assuming that they're both back next year, and trotting out Aiden O'Connell feels like you're throwing the fucking season Just in. Just try and go find your C.J. Stroud. That's what I'm saying. Uh, like yeah. McCarthy, whatever you got to do in the first they round. They didn't ask him to do hardly anything. Uh, when he was behind center this year. For so. good reason. Right. He, he he was like, he felt the pressure. He was cool in the preseason because you have third string fucking edge rushers coming at you, whatever. In the real season, though, when, when he had like the NFL fucking drip coming at him, he didn't look like a real NFL Ain't no Connell or Tommy DeVito. Chill. Chill. I mean, but just. <laughs> You're I mean, thinking about it. Yeah, because they're both bad. I think I go Tommy. I think I would too because he's fun and he could run and whatever. Yeah. And this shit. Yeah. And yeah. New Jersey. He's a little bit. It's actually a went to a, a high school, like, right by my 
my tent, my house. There you go. There you go. I mean, but this da- Danny Dimes still has a contract. Like, <laughs> say what you want about him, but four years. I, I just feel like I feel like sometimes recency bias can can happen in the worst of ways. Dimes was a prospect that people weren't necessarily that high on. You, you see him get hurt and not play that well this year. They didn't have many weapons. They kind of everybody just kind of cools on him. This is just crazy value, though. Like, Insane. what's the downside to for- me? He just feels like I don't know, like 26, 27 year old, like Ryan Tannehill. Like Tannehill, I'm not like over overly excited about him, but he's like a, a bottom barrel QB two for the next few years, probably. Right, and, and like that's valuable in a superflex league. Uh, yeah. Just for context, a three ten, four ten, and if Aiden O'Connell is not the Raiders starter. None of this gets you anywhere near a quarterback that's actually starting in the NFL. I just want to make sure that that's clear. <laughs> I, I would have – even if Daniel Jones is a starter for four games, do you even care about the third and the fourth round picks? I don't. Probably not. Get four games out of Daniel Jones. That's probably not likely happening. But I mean, I mean unless you get lucky and land you know, just, a dart throw in that range, no. I think it's just to the point of, like, what we were talking about in our last trade show where it's like you throw a bunch of – junk in a in a deal and see what you can get done i think you yeah. just threw a bunch of junk in here and got daniel jones yeah I, th- I think uh daniel jones just straight up we're talking about him being a value but also if you're like practically looking at his situation next year right like the o-line is terrible but pretty much every mock draft that six has them either going with the wide receiver or or an offensive lineman you know what i mean yeah. i think hyatt's gonna develop into a nice player wandell's gonna be two years off the acl darren waller can't get any worse i don't want to advise people to buy Daniel Jones, but the market's making me have to. Market's crazy. <clears throat> I mean, but this but y- is... Yinzer's crazier, so <laughs> I don't know if he's representing the market. Just sometimes having a starter yes, in, in Superflex, even though it's dimes, he's not the sexiest, that gives you extra like ability to actually go buy another quarterback, too. Yeah. Like It keeps you kind of in that range of doing something in a different trade, so this one's easy to me. So the trade is... Justin Fields, this is a 10-team super flex tight end premium PPR. Same idea as the other trades we were talking about today. You know what's really funny? Sorry to cut you off there, but, like, how normalized that has become to us. And my best friend Steve doesn't play fantasy at all. Uh So, like, whenever he wants to, like, make fun of me or just make fun of us, anytime he comes in the office, he just starts throwing out, like, PPR, premiums. You know what I mean? He (laughs) is, like, it actually sounds ridiculous, like, how quickly you just fucking said that. 10-team superflex PPR tight end premium. (laughs) Just set, like, the settings, yeah. Three, four years ago, five years ago, whatever you said that to me, I'd be like, what is happening? What are you doing? So, it is a superflex six-point passing touchdown tight end premium PPR. Get all that stuff in there. Yeah, get it. That's what it is. Don't miss any Uh, of the crevices. But what... It was a league. I came in second place, lost to the champion. It's the same rookie in the vet uh, league that we were in before. Goat. I traded Tua Tungavailoa, a 2024 third-round pick. It's late. It's like the 309. And a 2025 third-round pick. So two-thirds and Tua Tungavailoa for Justin Fields. Was trying to swing a little bit more upside in the quarterback room. Wanted Justin Fields. Wanted the rushing upside. Taking a gamble. Interested in your guys' thoughts on that type of trade. Where you at? I definitely think it's risky. Yes. I think there's a really good chance that we see a Tua extension, like, kind of soon. No matter what you think about Tua, he's with Mike McDaniel. He's with Tyreek Hill. He's with Jalen Waddell. Uh, it's just a nice spot, a nice floor, even if you don't think he's that great of a QB. Fields, I will say, though, like, from everything that we've heard and the buzz, this doesn't feel like a... You know, the dynasty community and fantasy in general, I feel like is really good at just like overhyping and projecting the best things to happen. Yeah. Everything from Fields feels like he's going to get a second shot somewhere else. For sure. You Definitely. know what I mean? Like it's not someone that we're just going to be like going into next year and be like, he's the backup now. You know what I right. mean? Like right. it does feel like all reports around him are like some team's going to take a chance on him. So feels risky. 
Uh, but I like it. I like that you rolled the dice on what your What if guy. I told you the other quarterbacks on my roster, keep in mind, we said 10 team, uh, it is Patrick Mahomes, Baker Mayfield, Bryce Young, and Tua were the quarterbacks. So now I have Justin Fields, Patrick Mahomes, Baker Mayfield, Bryce Young. Does that change anything knowing that I have those two guys, Bryce Young and Baker Mayfield, on the bench? I like it better knowing that you have four quarterbacks just because, like, Fields is a guy. If you're going to gamble, right. it feels a little bit less of a gamble because you, you've got to bet. You have an insurance, you have an insurance you policy. You the bet. Yeah, yeah, you have an insurance policy if the bet if the gamble goes poorly. Do we think Baker will get the extension? I think he gets, like, a Geno-type deal where it's, like, uh, you know, 20, 20, two-year, 20 million a year, something yeah. like that, 25 million a year. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I think – much to the point of like Fields, the the NFL doesn't have enough good quarterbacks for Baker not to be extended, yeah. in my opinion. So I, I don't think he'll get like the craziest of bags, but I think he's going to be um, someone that the Bucks look to. Yeah. yeah, I mean, think of Jimmy G, think of Geno, think of like any of those level of QBs where it's like it's like here the job is yours to right. really fuck up and lose. Yeah, I think I think that's probably going to be the floor of their contract negotiations. It's like something like a Geno contract. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was pretty polarizing. Our league chat thought it was pretty polarizing, to be honest. I got slanted. A lot of people were talking about Justin Fields being awful um, and him potentially never being a starting quarterback. Yeah, I mean, you, you took a risk for sure. Yeah. No doubt. Well, I mean, the thing about, like, Fields is if you're saying to the point of who's more secure, it's Tua. If you're saying probably is – people still don't know if – we don't know if Fields is actually, like, a really good NFL quarterback. He's been in a bad situation. Yeah. But in fantasy, I don't necessarily care about that. We've seen this guy break fantasy with his legs before. Yeah. So – I, yeah. I'd be willing to take that risk, given your situation, too. And that's really what I was looking at, was because I, I saw what happened in our championship game. I just didn't have the firepower compared to some of the other teams. I thought, you know what, I got to take a swing, get a couple more points per game out of that QB2, because when we were looking at the fantasy points per game between Tua Tungavailoa and Justin Fields, it was like a three- or four-point difference. Yeah. And so I figured, let's make that swing. It's not going to cost me too much extra. It was the couple third-round picks throw it in, maybe get a little bit more upside. You take on the risk, maybe that gives me the extra ammunition next year when I'm trying to take another run at that championship. The, the only thing I will say is, like, when you look at the gamble and, and why you're swinging for upside with fields, we had a tale of two seasons for Tua. And if you look at, like, the first half of the year, just the defenses they played, they played against, like, you know, more cupcake matchups. Yeah, he's and, on fire. <laughs> and he was – you're going to have a hard time even getting that type of ceiling out of almost anybody, yeah. right? So – in the back half of the year, again, like recency bias, you saw they played a lot more difficult of a schedule. Tyree yeah. got hurt. So, like, there is there's a range of outcomes where the upside for Tua still really exists. So, I think that's where the, the, the trade you made has a lot of risk because Tua just getting an extension, staying healthy with those weapons, e even though his rushing floor isn't there, he could be elite. So, are you guys taking the Tua side if you're in my situation? You're keeping Tua, or are you making that swing for fields? I, I probably – I, I like what you did. I understand what you did. But, like, you, you were in the title game, right? You just happened to lose. Yeah. I, I probably don't think that I would have made that trade uh, today because I just don't think you needed to. Um, I get it, though. You're trying to chase the yeah. upside. And it, it, if it pays off, you're going to look like a genius. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think ultimately I probably go with the two aside just because I, I feel secure with him. I will say, though, he's, he's, he is someone to get a re – like, really tough to get a read on right now because he was – so fucking good early on. So bad later. But then you look at his, the division going forward, too, where he's got to play six games. Like, the Pats will always have a good defense. The Bills' defense was really good before the all Jets the injuries. The defense. Jets are going to be incredible sure. on defense yeah. for a long time. So, six tough matchups, and those splits are real. Like, the Dolphins' yeah. splits against really good teams are are very, very real. So they, they are. I just think, like, right now we happen to see this year where the great splits were early. If they get 
they could end up having a situation where their great splits are late, and then that's a that's a league winner all of a yeah. sudden to a yeah. situation. No, I get yeah. it, and, and I that was all taken into account for the most part too, is because I I typically don't play very risky in dynasty. I am a little bit more risk averse, but this is a league where the buy-in is. 50 bucks, it's not that much. And that uh, deep. Yeah. I was willing to take a little bit of a gamble. It was a little out of character, but I right. said, why did not? You, did you call Cali God? No, buy, I should probably have him pay my buy-in. Yeah. yeah. We'll do that for then me. I could, like, trade a bunch of guys just for random assets. Get crazy risky. Yeah, get really crazy. I like it. Yeah, hit me up. I want I want you to pay my buy-in. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be getting some messages from Jan. He'll hit me at, like, 3 a.m. Like, I'm in All fetal. Right. It's a $50 league, fetal so if position. you want to pay, like, two, three years in advance, that's fine with me, man. all right fam we done did it trade video in the books again you could always drop your trades in the discord link down below make sure you hit it with a hashtag i ain't i ain't doing that just for entertainment purposes it is very fun to say but it's because we search in the little search box hashtag hank then we can pull your trade no hashtag no talk no yap no yapping no hank Make sure you subscribe Hang. to both of their channels if you want to hear more hangs than we've already hanged you with. <laughs> Calm down. Subscribe. No, you. We love subscribe you. I'm channel. ready to be out with this yapper and this yapper on side. I got to go home. Settle down. Settle down. Hang. <laughs>